Hey, welcome to another episode, folks. Thank you very much for joining me. This is Jamie Gardner here. Today, what I'm going to be talking about is your beliefs around money, how to dislodge any blockages, how to change your behavior around money, and how to attract more of the good stuff. So just a heads up, this was actually a YouTube video I put out recently, and I thought uh, a few people that pay attention to this are going to get a ton of benefit out of it, which is why I decided to launch it as a podcast. So if this is the first time here, I'd like to say a very, very warm welcome to you. My name is Jamie Gardner. I'm a full-time affiliate marketer, also a coach for a program. got over 680 students absolutely crushing it with their high-ticket affiliate marketing business. And it's what I specialize in. I've been doing this for over a decade, and this is me just documenting the last 10 years of being online focusing on the fundamentals of sales, marketing, offer creation, all that super fun stuff. And uh, yeah, this is me just documenting my journey. So if that's of interest, love to have you guys join in the journey. Feel free to hit the subscribe button and uh, stay up to date with everything I'm putting out. Catch you guys right after this. Change your beliefs around money to change your future. What's going on, guys? It's Jamie here. Today's video is all about the beliefs that you hold regarding the subject of money. Now, this is somewhat of a touchy subject for a lot of people. In fact, a lot of people uh, suck at having money and they suck at attracting money. And I, too, was one of those people not that long ago. In fact, uh, circled back 2015, I actually went bankrupt. Uh, and if that's not a sign of someone who sucks at money, then I do not know what is. Uh, in fact, I had huge ambitions and unfortunately those ambitions for me uh, ended up me getting into a lot of personal debt, which I couldn't handle and had uh, jobs that didn't last and I couldn't find a job, all sorts of stuff happened in my life and, and ended up going bankrupt. So I speak from experience when I talk about this topic. And what I really wanted to share with you guys today is a couple of ways that I was able to start reshaping some of my beliefs around the subject of money. And hopefully after going through this exercise yourself, you're going to start having some more positive thoughts and feelings around the subject of money and hopefully start attracting some of the good stuff as well. Now, before I get into it, uh, for those of you that are new here, I'd like to say a very warm welcome to you. My name is Jamie Gardner. I'm a full-time affiliate marketer. I'm also a coach for a program. I've got well over 680 students absolutely crushing it with affiliate marketing. We're very fortunate to have won the ClickFunnels 2 Comic Club Award, which you can see behind me there for clocking over a million bucks in revenue in uh, 2021. And basically what I teach is the fundamentals of sales, marketing, offer creation, all that super fun stuff. So if any of that's of interest to yourself, I'd highly recommend hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to smash that bell icon to stay up to date with everything I'm putting out. Uh, what I will say is this is a very unflash channel. If you're after all the whiz-bang mod columns and crazy editing, then this probably isn't the place for you. But if you want the raw fundamentals of sales, marketing, offer creation, me just documenting the last 10 years of being online, this is the other uh, place to get that. Right, let's dive straight into it. Money, let's jump right into it. All right. Uh, actually, no, before I get into that, if you'd like to learn how I can help you out with your business, regardless of whether you're a high ticket affiliate marketer or you're a coach, or you're just looking to grow your info product business, you're wanting to hit some pretty decent numbers online using a very, very simple process, head over to jgcall.com. That is jgcall.com. There is a free case study there. If you're interested in chatting with myself to see how I can help you out with your business, help you shortcut the learning curve and start getting those crazy results that you've always wanted out of your online business, head over there and uh, book a call if you're interested. Right, so in this presentation, I'm gonna help dissolve any false beliefs that you have around the subject 
as I stated before. So let's dive straight into it. Right, little exercise to get you guys to do. Grab a sheet of paper at this point, uh, and I really want you to go into this with a very open mind. This is not going to be super comfortable for a lot of you, but it is something that we need to do in order to find out what our root cause and root beliefs are regarding the subject of money. So. What I get you to do is spend around about five minutes uh, and all you need to do is quite literally list out and start writing down any words that pop up for you regarding the concept of money. So as soon as you start thinking money, it might be, I love money, it's green, uh, it's paper or plastic, it is awesome, it's an energy, it allows me to uh, you know, have freedom, all these things, whatever it is for you. And what we're really aiming to do with this exercise is to see what your subconscious beliefs are regarding this particular subject okay so the important thing is not to judge you're not sitting there going oh well, i think money shit oh no i won't write that that's you know you're not showing your homework to anyone it's okay this is just for you uh you don't have to like you know come and jamie i did my finish my homework uh you don't have to do that this is just for you don't judge yourself for doing it don't have an expectation of what you should write just keep writing until you exhaust yourself and what i mean by that is just keep going until you cannot think of anything else to write and then when you can't think of anything else to write, just write some stuff, right? Just until the pen dries up, basically, okay? So this is important. So spend about five minutes doing that. Don't overthink the process, just start writing. Right, so then uh, what we wanna do is draw a line down the middle of the sheet, right down the middle. And then next to that, start selecting the beliefs you feel are negatively charged. Uh, you know, money's the root of all evil. Money doesn't grow on trees. Money is scarce. Money is hard to come by. Whatever these things are for you, the ones that are really bringing up some emotional turbulence for you, and you will feel it as soon as you start thinking about that, you know, rich people are greedy. Whatever it is for you that, are, that have a negative charge against that, that phrase or that belief, start to highlight those. And we're going to focus on these first and foremost. Now, you might have to go through this exercise a couple of times. Uh, like I say, you might suck at it the first time you do it, but the more you do this stuff, the more you start to address what your true beliefs are around something, the easier it is going to be to start to redirect those at some stage, right? So keep that in mind. Right, so on the other side, uh, write an inverse belief, okay? So on one side, you've got all the beliefs and you highlight all the ones that are potentially negatively charged for you. On the other side, what is the polar opposite to that belief? So money doesn't grow on trees or money is abundant it's everywhere it grows on trees right like what whatever that thing is for you rich people are greedy rich people are more generous than the rest of the population right what whatever it is for you just those things there um and so take note of any emotional resistance that pops up now this will happen if you have a subconscious blockage around money if you have a subconscious negative belief around any of these things it's going to raise a particular emotion around that Okay, so just be mindful when you're going through this process that sometimes these beliefs are going to pop up to the surface, right? And so those beliefs are, are what we're looking to find. It's kind of like finding you know, needles and haystacks at this stage. We need to work through all this stuff in order to work out which ones are relevant to ourselves, okay? So uh, basically it gives you a bit of an idea. You've got your current belief on the left-hand side. You've got the new belief that you're trying to install on the right-hand side of the sheet of paper. Like I say, you've gone through, written out a whole bunch of stuff, you've highlighted the ones that are negatively charged, and on the other side, you've just started to do the polar opposite of those, right? And, and again, what we want to do is focus on the ones that are bringing up an emotional resistance that we will feel. Um, okay, so uh, now my big, chunky, big head is in the way, so I'm going to move that over here. Right, so what we ideally looking to do is we want to find evidence to support this new belief that we're trying to install 
Okay, we're wanting to find evidence to support the new belief. Okay, that's the key element, the key design of what we're doing here. Just move my head once again. So for example, if we have something to the effect of money is the root of all evil, then of course, the opposite to that and what we're really trying to instill, install in our mind is money brings positivity to people's lives through comfort, health, jobs, creativity, freedom, fulfillment, charitable deeds, etc. Right, and so you can see that there is evidence there for that, right? So if you've got something, money's the root of all evil. If it wasn't for money, the world would be a great place. It wouldn't be. But anyway, uh, it's not. It's just an energy exchange, by the way. But anyway, on the opposite side of that, hopefully you can start to see, well, actually, it brings comfort. It brings uh, health, brings jobs, brings creativity and, and fluidity of that creativity and fulfillment. Uh, and charitable deeds and giving to others. And, and even if it is not necessarily just the exchange of money to help someone else out, maybe it is the time that someone has because of the money that they have, right? All these things. Okay, so what else we got? Um, so we also want to find uh, evidence for the opposite of all of these. For example, another one might be money is hard to get. This is something that I used to believe back in the day. Thought it was very, very hard to get. I don't think that is the case anymore. Um, but the thing is, money is literally all around me. It is literally everywhere. You are watching this here video, if you're still with me at this point, some people will probably bug it off because they don't see the value in this, but my God, had someone slapped me hard enough to understand this stuff back in 2011 when I got started online, whew, different journey altogether. Anyway, but and as a polar, uh, polarizing belief to that. So money is hard to get. The opposite belief might be something to the effect of money is literally all around me. Shoes, clothes, home, food, trillions of dollars that get exchanged every day. Uh, I've been very fortunate. I used to work in the financial markets and I would see currency exchange, uh, exchanges, um, exchanging uh, billions of dollars every single day to the point where it's actually trillions of dollars. I wasn't privy to seeing trillions of dollars, but billions definitely. Uh, and it is, there's money everywhere, lots and lots and lots and lots of it, lots of it. It's an infinite resource. So the thing is, if you can't find evidence for this stuff within yourself, okay, if you're sitting there struggling, well, I can't see the opposite. Money's hard to get. Well, it is hard to get for me. Maybe you're thinking that. Then can you find evidence externally where it is uh easy to get where that that belief that you have you can actually see that it that it's a false belief that there is actually another side to that it's just something that you've conditioned yourself with so for example you might have a look at someone in your family maybe you've got a rich uncle or auntie uh, what do they do how are they getting money is it easy for them to obtain and if you can't find there look at society in general billionaires, millionaires, your neighbors, whatever it is, right? There is success stories absolutely everywhere. And a lot of these people, um, they've been able to do things in spite of huge setbacks in their life, right? And if you can find examples of this, then of course you can start to see, okay, well, maybe even if I don't necessarily fully buy into it just yet, I can at least see that there's another side to that. Maybe there's another side to what I'm thinking, what I am believing at this stage, right? All right, let's go. <clears throat> so it's going to feel uncomfortable at first. Okay, everything does. <laughs> Riding your bike feels uncomfortable. Getting on a, a sales call feels uncomfortable. Doing videos feels uncomfortable to start with, but you get better at it. You become more proficient at this idea. And so I encourage you to spend, do this more than once, right? 
just don't just go oh, okay yeah, i did it that was well um nothing changed oh, silly me uh, i'm never going to believe that stuff again like you've got to go you know give yourself some credit go go and actually do it multiple times uh commit to it for a little while and see what happens right so the idea with this is that you uh to keep finding evidence that support the opposite of your belief until such a point that you can see and believe that both sides are true right both sides are true and so for example money is hard to get maybe it's not maybe uh it's not maybe it's all around me maybe watching this video on this device is was easy to obtain maybe money's actually everywhere it's just it's i can see that it is actually quite easy to get if i tap into the right sort of frequency for that and so even if you don't feel it just yet you can actually just see that there is a polarity to that belief there right so it gives us a starting point gives us a starting point that's the main thing so something to bear in mind is that a lot of the time and my head just seems to be absolutely in the way everywhere doesn't it anyway you might be restricting the flow of money and condemning it and this is going to uh lead to it running away like an angry cat now for those of you that have gone through the super affiliate intensive with uh jacob Karras and myself um and obviously chris donnelly from super affiliate accelerator as well we did a live training about mindset and i started talking about my beliefs around money and one of the things that happened to just spill out of my brain was uh the scratchy cat right so um anyway the idea being is that if money if you imagine money is like a cat, if you do the things that are going to attract the cat to you, it's going to come and you can pat the cat. But if you go and try to chase the cat, then it's just going to scratch your eyeballs out, right? And so you want to make sure that you are basically focusing on the non-scratchy cat, okay? I know it sounds like absolute batshit craziness right now, but it is very, very true. You cannot chase the money. You have to do the things that are going to attract the money. Same with the cat. So when I say condemning, you might not even be aware of this. Right? You might have this inner resistance, but they have this frustration inside and it manifests at certain times when you feel the sense of resentment when people are getting things and it seems easy. Or you look at someone like myself and you think, oh, you know, it's easy for you to say, man, I mean, you're a full-time affiliate, you've got more time on your hands, you've won this bloody award, you've, you know, you've done a lot of stuff online and so it's easy for you. But you're also forgetting the fact that it took me seven years to get there, right? And actually seven years to crack my first 1K day and then another two years in order to start building upon that and you know, have 30, 40,000 dollars months, right? Like you're forgetting that there's a time frame there. Um, so don't underestimate that. All right, don't fall in love with money either. Like you cannot see money as your master. It, it, it's not, right? If you if you allow money to master, master you, then you're gonna become an absolute tight ass. And uh, you, you wanna allow the freedom of it to flow in and out of your life freely. The freedom to for it to flow, flow freely. There you go, good England. Um, but you get the point, right? It's um, well, hopefully you do. Maybe you don't actually. Um, the thing is that you don't want to restrict the flow of it, basically, and you don't want to fall in love with it because if you do, then you're likely to hold on to it. Like, oh, money is is my precious, right? You can hold on to it more, and you're not going to let it go. Whereas reality is, it's just an efficient. It's just a very very efficient tool for for exchange. That's all it is. It's bartering, right? So I will give you this $10 note, you give me one pint of beer. So that's all it is, right? It's just a lot easier than carrying around other forms to barter with like a hay bale to go and barter for your nightly beer, right? It just does not make sense. 
It's an efficient tool, nothing more. We choose to put beliefs around it. We choose to put energy into it. That's all. Okay. So um, I met a uh, an awesome guy recently who's a uh, cab driver, Egyptian guy, and he said, he goes, we've got a saying in, in my country, which is uh, coffins don't have pockets. And it's basically this here, which is the richest, you don't want to be the richest person in the graveyard, basically. So don't fall in love with it. Don't worship it. Right? It's just a just a tool, that's all. But all we want to do is see that there's a polarity there with our beliefs, that's all. Okay. And so if you want more of it, basically what you need to do is you need to become more valuable to your market and serve more people. Okay, you need to become more valuable to your market, serve more people. So if you're, for example, uh, an affiliate marketer, such as myself, or you are a coach, such as myself, what is something that you can do in order to help other people out and you've got to weigh weigh things up here do you have the capacity at the moment to serve many people on a broad scale and a lot of people do want to do that but you might not have the capacity due to limited ad spend due to uh, an unconverting funnel due to not having the nous or the skills or whatever to actually help these people out but this is why i love high ticket stuff is because you don't need a whole bunch of people. You only need a handful of people to have a, an extraordinary lifestyle, right? This is something I harp on about all the time. It's you're doing the work, you might as well get paid for it. So, so how can you increase that value? What more can you give to someone? Is it a mindset shift? Is it something that helps them out with their business? They can start attracting more wealth quicker. Is it something that you've got this process which has condensed the learning curve from that down to that, like tiny, all of a sudden they're actually kicking butt in their business, right? How can you increase that value? If you're able to give the blueprints to someone for a $120,000 per year income, 10K per month, why would you charge a small amount for that? Why wouldn't you charge a thousand bucks, 5,000 bucks or more, right? This is the thing we need to start thinking about these types of things. Cause like I say, if you're aiming for high ticket stuff, easy to sell a few people, better relationships that you have with people that transact at that level as well. And the more likely to go through and actually see it through and do stuff rather than, uh, you know, the, the low end stuff where people just leave it at, at sitting there as digital dust. Right? So think about how you can add more value there to the marketplace. All right. What else we got? So, uh, I'm going to give you guys a bit of a, a heads up as to how I actually stopped being broke. Okay. Once again, I'm just going to awkwardly move the, my head around this screen. So, what happened was back in 2019, I was, I'd been an affiliate for about seven years. And for those of you that have heard this story, feel free to fast forward at this stage. I'm going to try not to spend too much time here, but everyone else, I think it's kind of an important lesson here because what happened was I'd been struggling for about seven, seven and a half years in affiliate marketing. I had some success with my agency and, and different things like that, but I transitioned started 2019 back into affiliate marketing, which I've been doing in the background anyway, and I just hadn't seen much uh, success with it. And what happened was uh, I struggled and I started making a little bit of cash. I was, I was doing things like launch jacking, which is the idea of ranking for keywords uh, on a product that hasn't yet launched basically. And so I, I started doing that, started making a little bit of income I'd make maybe, you know, 1500 to two grand per month, but it's not really enough to feed you. And I was like, this is getting, it's a bit annoying. Really, I'm capping out every month. I'm working twice as hard. Nothing's really growing the way that I had anticipated. What can I do? And so I was on the verge of having to go back to work. And so uh, I was still dealing with a couple of ad clients and sort of slowly started letting those go. And to the point where basically I saw this Tony Robbins video and he, he gave this 
speech about how he'd given away the last of his money um, and he'd given it away to the small child who was taking his mother out to lunch and he'd given the money away. It was like 17, 18 bucks or whatever it was. And he felt a sense of joy that he hadn't experienced in a long time because he did it with such a, in such a selfless way. And when he went home that night, he thought, shit, how am I going to feed myself? This is ridiculous. I just gave away my only cash and I can't afford to pay rent. And the very next morning, he checked the mail and there was a check for something like 1200 bucks for someone that had owed him money and he'd been chasing for quite some time. And so what he realized from that, that event was that if you allow it to, to give, if you allow it to, to flow and you give freely with it, it will always come back to you. And sometimes in a way that is, is so much more than what you anticipated. And so I took this to heart. I thought, okay, this is really interesting. Wonder how I can replicate this in my own life. And so I had $84 in my account and I thought, well, I can't really give all of that away, but what can I do? I'm going to try and just do something nice for someone else. And so at this stage, my wife had been looking after me financially for quite some time. And so she'd gone through all my harebrained schemes of trying to build a business online, all this type of stuff. Right. And so she was pretty, pretty, you know, happy when things finally took off, as you can imagine. But at this stage, I was like, how can I do something nice? I'm just going to take her out, took her out for lunch. And, uh, being the oh so romantic gentleman that I am, I took her to, uh, Kentucky fried chicken family restaurant. What, what an absolute player. Gosh. Uh, anyway, so I took her out there and what I really wanted to stress by, by this is that I didn't look at my bank details. Like normally I would be all over my phone, like for the whole time. Oh, did I miscalculate? Is there an automatic debit that I had forgotten about? Like, can I afford like, oh, and I'd have this anxiety sitting right here in my heart of damn it. Like, can I actually do this? But I knew I've got 84 bucks. It's the weekend. Nothing's going to come out. It's going to be fine. It's like, who cares? Monday's another day. We'll deal with it. Just enjoy the moment. And I did. And it was amazing. We had a great day. She had a great time. We had a great conversation. We went to see a movie, brought popcorn. We had ice cream. It was amazing. We went back home and we're just happy and just content. She was super grateful. And so the very next day, the very, very next day I sold my very first high ticket, uh, course for a thousand bucks. And that translated into Australian dollars, about $1,300, which was just life changing money for me. I never made a thousand bucks in a day at that point. And I thought, gosh, that is amazing. So there's something else that I did, which is meditate. Um, and so I had been doing a little bit of that, a bit of meditation, a little bit of NLP stuff. And the, these things combined, I think were the catalyst for me, just releasing that fear, releasing that need. And I, I detached from the outcome. And when that happened, like I say, big things started happening. I had my first $10,000 a month. It actually was 9,890 whatever dollars, right? But who's, who's counting is rounded up, of course. But, you know, that's blown up since then. I've had $40,000 a month. So I you know, have $25,000 a month. So it's kind of like a regular thing. And so the, the point being is that, you know, when you are able to take this process and you're able to release the need for money, and let go of the outcome of needing that financial gain. Amazing things happen. So uh, I also did some neuro-linguistic programming. Highly recommend you go and check this stuff out. And what I did quite simply is like, you get into a meditative state. Uh, and for me, what I, I did was I, I thought about the times when cash had really been flowing in my life. And so for me, I used to trade the financial markets very heavily. And so there've been times when I've done really ridiculous things like turned 1800 bucks into 24 grand in a couple of weeks. And another time I turned 124 bucks into $14,000 overnight through trading, like insane stuff. Right. And so I, I remember those, it was a feeling that you get like when you're feeling abundant and you just like, you're just in a state of flow. It's amazing. 
And so I felt the same emotions then quite simply, all it is a matter of anchoring that in. Now I'm not going to go into that. Like I say, I highly recommend you go and do your own research on neuro-linguistic programming because it is incredibly, incredibly powerful. But those are the things that I did. And when I did that, like I say, had my first thousand dollar day, I backed it up, had the ne- another one the next day, first $10,000 a month, and now I'm enjoying, you know, sort of 20 to $40,000 a month now, which is, is kind of cool and growing as well by my hand, which is really, really cool. So these things I think are still really prevalent. Um, so I also meditated daily, had a, a mind, sort of a money meditation. Um, there's a bunch of them out there and you're welcome to hit me up if, if you're interested in finding some of the ones I recommend. Um, because they are things that I do in my mind and that's why I can't sort of just publicize it. Uh, you also want to make sure that you're doing affirmations in the positive tense. Okay, so, you know, for example, you might say something to the effect of every day in every way, I grow richer and richer. Every day in every way, I grow richer and richer. And you don't want to put it in the negative tense, which would be something like, money doesn't suck. Because <laughs> guess what, your brain, you're just saying money's, money sucks. That's all your brain can hear. Money sucks, money sucks. And so therefore you don't, you know, basically that's how your brain works because it's dumb. There's a 2 million year old machine that still needs an oil change. Um, and so the other thing as well is I, I became very conscious of my beliefs and I became very conscious of when certain beliefs and emotional responses were being triggered. And this is, I think, very important because if I started feeling something like envy, if someone else was making a sale, I wasn't like, what's, what's being raised at this point? Like, is it uh, a typical human state, emotional state, or is there something else deeper going on? Just becoming like aware of those, aware of my uh, conditioning in terms of how I would say things to myself. And what you'll find, if you if you spend even just one day and you just keep a rough tally of the negative stuff you say about yourself, it will be phenomenal for most people. And it's like, oh, you know, I suck at that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, a lot of us have self-deprecating humor, which is fine. But a lot of the time you start believing that that sense of humor, those, those little kind of nasty jabs that you make about yourself, start believing them after a while. So just become very conscious of these things, the way that you say things to yourself. And then ask yourself, would I talk to someone else like that? If someone else spoke to me like that, the way that I'm speaking to myself, does that make me want to go to war? Or am I quite comfortable with that? Most of the time, it's like you wouldn't say that to you know someone you, you hated a lot of the time. So why say it to yourself, right? So just become conscious of that. Letting go of resistance. So this is a massive one for me. What I mean by that is, you know, we all have resistance. We, some of us are scared of success. Some of us are very scared of of money. Like, oh well, shit, if I if I start getting some of it, then I'm going to break free from my peers. And they're not going to like me and my friends and family aren't going to like me anymore. And that's really uncomfortable to be out there on my own floating around till I you know, meet a, a new sort of tribe of people that are accepting me based on that consciousness. Um, now, this is a really weird one and not, not many people understand this, but it, it is it's so unbelievably powerful. But I became very grateful for my bills. Grateful for my bills. Why the fuck would I become grateful for my bills? Everyone's saying I get it. Because... When you're grateful for your bills, guess what else you're also grateful for? You're grateful for your own capacity and resourcefulness to pay the bills, right? You are grateful for that. This is amazing. I've got electricity. Incredible. This is amazing that I've got this power bill. It's kept me warm or cool. It has uh, turned the lights on. All these appliances that I've got in my home, it's allowed you know, my, my computer to work. 
It's allowed me to plug my phone in so I can communicate with people across the globe. It's what powers the internet, which you know, is in my home right now. It's what allows me to be entertained through the big, huge, mind-numbing TV thing I've got in the corner. Like That type of thinking, it's not because you're not saying, oh, I'm so glad that I've got more bills, but you're glad because you have the capacity to pay them. And even if you don't, at this very moment, you have the capacity to pay some of them, some of it, whatever it is, right? That is super powerful because when you focus on what you are, what you do have, more of it manifests, I can assure you of that, right? Um, change what you choose to hear, okay? So this is, this is a, another thing, and it comes back to things like self-responsibility, but when I say change what you choose to hear, this is exactly what I'm saying regarding the way that you communicate with yourself. Because if you communicate with yourself in a way that is positive, that stops you when you're about to say something nasty about yourself, you, you just pause for a little bit, go, hang on, I don't necessarily need to say that about me. Maybe it would be more beneficial to my mental health if I wasn't such a dick to myself all the time. Oh, cool. Okay, well, now I'm not going to choose that, right? I'm not going to take on that, that belief. That's a false belief I've been building in my own mind for some time. Just bloody change it, right? Right, some other things. You got to think about in terms of success like and money and things like that why do you actually want it what is it about it that it's going to get get for you and the reason i say this and the reason why this is actually quite powerful to understand is you you, you can actually manifest you can actually have some of this money and things and whatever right now it doesn't necessarily have to happen once you get money well when i get money oh, i'm going to get a ferrari well what would having a ferrari, ferrari do for you what is it like it's a status symbol right like it, it drives it's it cars four wheels and a motor it doesn't have to be a ferrari it makes you feel better about yourself so is there a way for you to increase your own status without needing to buy a fucking ferrari right start thinking of these things um and the thing is like true abundance actually all around us you are watching this on a device that was created out of money. You have spent money on getting the device or someone's gifted it to you, which would have involved an exchange of money. The development research, the uh, technological advances that have gone into it have been created through money, right? But if you think about nature, nature is a really good example. Like if you look at a fruit tree, and especially if you're growing one fruit tree in your backyard, you cannot eat all that fruit cannot eat all that fruit in one, one sitting at least anyway. This is why you make preserves and jams and you give it away and you sell it and some of it still falls on the ground and rots and some of the birds come in great, whatever it is, right? But the point being is that it's everywhere. Like imagine if humans were designing a fruit tree would be it's one tiny little shitty bit of fruit right up at the top that you had to go through thorns to get and, you know, it'd be horrible. Um, but nature's not like that. Nature's very, very abundant. So you've got to be grateful as well. You know, think about what you can be grateful for in this moment, right at this very second, right now. You're alive. It's a start. You know, it might, might not be the best day that you've ever had, but you're you're alive. That's a, that's a positive. You've been able to impact people, hopefully in a positive way. You're hopefully breathing. You hopefully have you know, you're alive. You can smell stuff. You can see stuff. Uh, and if you can't, then hopefully you can hear stuff. If you can't, hopefully you can see stuff that's fine but there is still other things that you can have hopefully you can you know feel stuff that's amazing hopefully you've got loved ones in your corner that's that's pretty awesome as well they're all flawed anyway don't worry about it you know but at least they love you just as you are you're a flawed to them and vice versa but you know you love each other right and so therefore be grateful for that it's really cool 
Uh, massive one. The high achievers I see all take massive amounts of self-responsibility. No one's coming to save you. Like, doesn't matter how good the education is that you have. Doesn't matter how good your coaching is, anything like that. If you're not doing the work, if you're not out there doing the stuff yourself and saying yes, because if I can see someone else that has got these results, I can too. How can I develop those skills? Take that massive amounts of self-responsibilities. No one else's you know, responsibility about the way you feel. Like, you know, no one else's pathway is actually easier. It might seem that way sometimes, but understand that everyone's had a pathway to get to where they are. Very, very little times in life where you find people just automatically found success, right? There's, there's always been setbacks and things, and sometimes it's very hard to remember that journey that these people have been on, okay? Uh, you also need to just let go. Uh, you need to detach from needing the money. And the more you need something, the more you need a person, right? We've probably all been in a situation where either someone's been really needy with us or we've been really needy with them. I certainly have. I'm, I'm you know, not too ashamed to admit that. I've been very, very needy at certain times in my life because I didn't understand. I was insecure and, you know, like, you know, I was growing up and I was trying to figure all my, my mind and stuff out, right? But what happened was, and I'm sure we've all experienced that either the person that was needy towards you, you're like, oh, that's gross. Or if you were needy, to, uh, you know, towards someone else, you repelled them push them away, like, shoot, bye, thanks for being here, you know, you push them away, right? The same happens with money. The more you need it, the more you fear losing it. That's what happens. And when you fear losing it, guess what? It's going to piss off as fast as the race cars or fucking whatever, I don't know. Point being is that you cannot fear it. You cannot need it. And I know it's so hard when you're like, you know, looking at these bills piling up and you've just got a call from a creditor and you're just like, shit, kids' birthdays coming up, what, how am I going to buy them anything? I can't even afford to eat, let alone take them on holiday. And oh, I've got all this stress and anxiety and frustration that's sitting right here in my chest and it feels horrible. So of course I need money, Jamie. What are you talking about, man? And this is why you do these things here. You look at what you do have. You look at what you are grateful for. You look at what you can achieve right now. You think about what extra thing you can do to increase your value to the marketplace and um let go just just let go of needing it <clears throat> understand that there's probably for most of us there's not been a single time in our life when the worst case scenario has actually transpired right if you can get comfortable with that idea that okay i'm thinking about all these things going back to the little scenario i painted before as bleak as it might have sounded what's the worst case scenario you're probably not going to end up homeless and if you are you're probably not going to end up dead Right, like it, the, if these, this is the worst case scenario, then the other side of that could also happen as well, right? So just be, get comfortable with that and, and it'll allow you to detach from needing it. And the more you can detach, like I say, the more it's likely to manifest, which is really, really powerful. Right, the other thing is, and, and this is huge, especially if you've got a religious background. So for those that have been to church or, or any religious ceremony at all, I would suspect, is you, you really want to dive into your feelings of self-worth and you also really want to dive into the levels of guilt you carry around in your normal day-to-day -day life. Because if you feel guilty about something, it's very, very hard for you to manifest anything on the other side of that. You, it's very hard for you to go, oh, okay, well, I feel guilty about the money I'm receiving. And so what's going to happen? You repel it, like, subconsciously pushing it away. No thanks, don't need the money. No, 
because I, I'd rather not feel guilty about having it because then I'm like, and I, in my mind, I'm now like, you know, disobeying the church or, or my elders or my pastor or my parents or whatever it is. And so really, really dive into what your feelings of self-worth are because the, the more, the higher your sense of self-worth is, the easier it is going to be to attract wealth and attract opportunity into your life. Um, so really, really dive into that if, if you can. And, and the how part, well, you know, again, going back to some of the things that were covered today, have a look at how these things are popping up for you. What sort of feelings are they raising for you? Like I say, if you've had a, um, a strong religious background, investigate if there's um, a cycle of guilt happening. I know that in Catholicism, for example, it's a, it's a pretty prevalent trait is the, you know, the old Catholic guilt, as they say, uh, which then helps to lower your sense of self-worth a lot of the time. So just, just explore some of those emotions, right? That's what I encourage you to do. And if you can, you can kind of remove the guilt of having money or the guilt of success or whatever you understand that, you know, the meek will not inherit the earth. It's such a ridiculous thing. Like the polar opposite is true because you can do more with it. You can give more when you've got money, right? So get rid of that feeling and understand that's actually just a false belief that you've had. So anyway, all that being said, um, that's pretty much it. I would also encourage you to work out how you can serve others as well. Like I say, increase your own value and you're going to be able to get some pretty awesome things happening for other people as well. And that's going to be a cyclical thing because then you're giving by giving, like helping others. And yes, there might be a financial exchange, you're still giving and you might be able to empower them to go do something with their lives. And that there is really, really cool. So all that being said, I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I would not overthink this process. I go back to the start of this video write out all that stuff just as i mentioned this is just one thing that you can do to start to uh, at least adjust or at least become conscious of some of your limitations when it comes to money i think it's a very prevalent time to address these uh, at the start of the year uh, or any time realistically it doesn't really matter it has to be the start of the year of course but go out address those things and you'll find uh, if you practice this after a little while you're going to see some pretty incredible things happening in your life. And once you do, it becomes cyclical. You can just work out, okay, this is what happened to get here. This is what happened to get there. And your feeds upon itself. And it's uh, very, very positive. So once again, my name is Jamie Garner. appreciate you guys tuning in. Smash that like button. Drop a comment below if there's anything you'd like to learn or if this did help you out. I'd really love to know your thoughts on all this stuff. And uh, once again, if you're interested in learning how I can shortcut your process and your progress online, Head over to jgcall.com, check out the free case study and feel free to lock in a time with myself if you'd like to get help growing your business. Catch you guys in the next one. Thanks very much.